What's up everybody, we're just going to dive straight in today. My name is Derek, thank you for checking out our podcast here at Impact Church, Gravity Students. What up? Thanks for listening. Uh, Man, thank you for uh, hanging out with us these last few weeks as we've dove through the uh, scriptures in Mark. We are in chapter 3. I'm going to go ahead and read today's uh, verses because it's a good bit, a lot to unpack. Uh, Starting in verse 20 and we're going to go all the way to verse 35 and it says this. Then Jesus went home, and the crowd gathered again so that they could not even eat. And when his family heard it, they went out to seize him, for they were saying, He is out of his mind. And the scribes who came down from Jerusalem were saying, He is possessed by Beelzebub, and by the prince of demons he cast out the demons. And he called them to him and said to them in parables, How can Satan cast out Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, the kingdom cannot stand. And if a house is divided against itself, the house will not be able to stand. And if Satan has risen up against himself and is divided, he cannot stand, but is coming to an end. No one can enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man. Then indeed he may plunder his house. Truly, I say to you, all sins will be forgiven, the children of man, and whatever blasphemies they utter... But whoever blasphemies against the Holy Spirit never has forgiveness and is guilty of eternal sin. For they were saying, He has an unclean spirit. And his mother and brothers came, and standing outside they sent to him and called him. A crowd was sitting around him, and they said to him, Your mother and brothers are outside seeking you. And they answered him, and he answered them, Who are my mother and my brothers? And looking about at those who sat around him, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of God... He is my brother and sister and mother. All right, so let's break down what's happening here. So Jesus is, again, got so many people following him at this point that he barely even has time to eat. And his own family, who he probably grew up with in Galilee, uh, you know, are seeing him and they think that he's out of his mind. And it could be for a lot of different reasons. I mean, he left a, a great business with his dad. Uh, you know, he's he's got these guys, these religious leaders that really don't like him and want to kill him. There's a lot of fame that could have went to his head. Uh, and, I mean, look at the disciples he picked. There's a lot of reasons why they they thought that. And, you know, I would just imagine having his own people uh, reject him probably hurt a lot. Um, and, and, you know, for whatever reason, uh, Mark finds it important to mention that here and at the end of today's passage. Um, and so right after this, we get this accusation um, the religious leaders are saying that he basically has been possessed by Satan himself, which is crazy, by Beelzebub and by the ruler of the demons. He cast out demons. So literally saying that he is uh, just possessed by Satan himself, which is, which is wild. And so Jesus questions that. He doesn't just throw them down. He says, how is this possible? Because if if I'm casting out demons, but I myself am possessed by, by Satan, then doesn't that mean that Satan is vulnerable? Doesn't that mean that uh, you know there's civil war amongst uh, this, the, you know, Satan and whatnot? And so he's just saying it doesn't make sense. And so he gives this parable about a strong man and saying how uh, no, a strong man nobody can enter enter and, and and plunder the goods. Jesus in this story is the strong man, and the devil can't take um, anything from him. And then Jesus flips the script and says, you know. Unless he first binds a strong man, which is what Jesus did to Satan and demons. He, he cast out demons, binds the demons, um, and then, uh, you know, and, ca- and healed the sick and those kind of things in, in a more 
broader sense. And then he uh, does plunder the house. He he basically takes from what's been under Satan's reign, um, and whether it be someone that doesn't you know have a relationship with him or whatever, he's taking back uh, from Satan. And so. Then we get this idea. This is a crazy text. There's a lot to unpack. So you get the family ordeal. You have this uh, this accusation from the Pharisees, and then you have the religious leaders and and Jesus basically telling them that there is this unforgivable sin. And it's easy for us as Christians to get caught up in this, but I do want to rest assured that uh, this isn't a sin that you have to be anxious about and be like, oh man, I want I don't want to make sure that I don't do that because I want to be forgiven. Blasphemy of the Holy Spirit, it, it, the easiest way to explain it is basically someone that has committed this sin is someone that doesn't feel they need to be forgiven. They can't be forgiven because they don't want to be forgiven. Um, the, who is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is the one that points us to Jesus. And so the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit is saying that I do not need Jesus. And so at that point, um, you don't want it. And so therefore, it can't be forgiven. Um, and and that's that's the one thing. That's the only thing that Jesus mentions, and he mentions it multiple times throughout the Gospels. Then the chapter ends with Jesus uh, having this, again, ordeal with his family where they come in, and they're there calling him, and they're there to see them. And his mother's and mother and brothers come in, and Jesus' response is beautiful. It seems very um, rude, I guess, <laughs> towards his family, but it's actually an invitation more than is just neglecting his family. They come in, and, and they're trying to find him, and Jesus says, Who is my family? And he looks at everyone around him and says, Here are my family. These people around me are my family, because whoever does the will of God is my family. It's a contrast between the religious leaders being in danger of committing this this sin and then an invitation to being a part of the family of God. So it's really simple for us. We get two choices. We can blaspheme the Holy Spirit and act as if we don't need God, act as if we don't need forgiveness, or we can walk in humility. And when we do that, Jesus will let us be a part of the family of God. We get to be co-heirs with with Christ. We get to be um, a part of that holy family, and there's nothing like that. There's nothing that makes us gives us a sense of belonging in the world like that. And so my encouragement to you guys today is to walk in that. Walk like you're a part of God's family because if we're, if we're humble and we admit that we need Jesus and we, we need His forgiveness, we get to be a part of that family. Hope you guys are encouraged today. I hope that today's scripture spoke to you like it did me. That's just what I got out of it. But again, as always, I would love to hear what you got out of it as well. So have a great day, and we will see you guys next time.